0: Barry Trotter and the Staff of Power by Quentin Forrest I suppose the first thing I have to say is that I have read the books. All of them, from cover to cover. It isn't really something I'd have chosen to do, because as Mr. Barrington Barry Trotter and a practicing magician myself, not the Paul Bangles kind, I've been more or less plagued by the jokes for years. Plus, as a gentleman of a certain vintage, I'd always felt that to be seen with a potter, well, at least in public, would be to run the risk of being labelled as a potential sex offender, <laughs> which, as a student of the occult, is about the last thing you need. You know, any more speculation? Still, by the time I got round to them, that ship had sailed, and there isn't a lot else to do in prison. It's not at the age of 45, serving three months for breaking into the, one of the government's new flagship academies. I was too old for sodomy. The gym, or adult education, and by about week four, I'd almost exhausted the prison library. So, at that point, and with a a certain grim symmetry, and in spite of the jokes from the lads on my wing, the potters had beckoned. And actually, they, they weren't all that bad. The first couple of books weren't really my thing, perhaps a little childish. But, by the prisoner of Azkaban, ironically enough, I was more or less hooked on Harry's adventures, on his struggles with authorities that never quite seemed to understand. In fact, you could say that I identified. With hindsight then, I should have been more discreet about my magical practice, especially around the office, but perhaps if I had been, I could have avoid avoided a degree of unpleasantness in the tabloids, particularly. I'd been sent down from the courts of public opinion as a crazed paedophile diabolist well before my case had reached trial. Admittedly, it hadn't helped that I'd been arrested in a black hooded robe, or that underneath, as the ritual required, I was (laughs) skyclad. That's naked to the layman, and sadly the police. Uh, Except for some piercings, daubs, and shamanic tattoos. Nor was it ideal that I had been interrupted by security while chalking the pentagram on the drama room floor. <laughs> but the news that a senior partner at a large merchant bank where I suppose I'd felt indestructible had been openly talking about his occult beliefs for years before his arrest was like catnip to the red tops, and the straw that broke the satanist's back. Not that I actually was a Satanist, but you try explaining that, and under the circumstances... Even I'd have to say it didn't look good. The pressure to file a plea for insanity was fairly strong at times. Still, as a 40-something guy and a childless bachelor, that didn't help either, (laughs) I made enough money and you'd have to make a stand at some point. Plus, three months inside, even on the beast swing, which I avoided by the skin of my teeth, had to be better than being submitted for psychiatric evaluation, which, could potentially have gone on for quite a lot longer, and I was on a time limit. So I should explain about the ritual. Well, perhaps I shouldn't, but here goes anyway. <laughs> <clears throat> Just before my arrest, I've been experimenting with a more freestyle approach to my occult practice, in particular with the idea of the urban vision quest, which involves putting yourself in an altered state through either meditation or, more illicit, the more convenient means, uh, LSD, sacred mushrooms, then trailing the signs and portents across the city on public transport, seeing you're supposed to undertake the quest on your own, driving is not a good idea, until you arrive at a point of revelation. This doesn't always work. You can end up shivering in a pub in Hackney, or hopelessly fried in Richmond, Peckham, or the Isle of Dogs, with nothing but an expensive cab ride or a terrifying bus trip home to show for your trouble. And I'm not saying either that I'd mastered the technique of being much more comfortable with the good raising of the great god panel related from the safety of the converted church that I owned in Highgate. Again, that wasn't something the Daily Star was too pleased about. <laughs> anyway, long story short, after a strange afternoon when, I suppose, frustrated by my lack of success with this so far, I'd upped the dose to a fearful extreme and consequently spent what felt like years on the underground trying, like the biblical three wise men, to navigate the tube map as if the stations were stars. <laughs> Eventually I wound up in Clapham, outside a newly built school, which lit up like a, a flat pack, Ikea cathedral, seemed to throb with a source of mystical power, hidden somewhere inside. What was it there? A stone from a standing circle, a branch or a sacred tree. Who, who knew what the builders had sourced for their materials? Anything seemed possible, as at this point the angel Gabriel appeared and informed me that there was a rod, a staff, a scepter in there that I had to retrieve. Or well, something bad would happen. Paging Dr. Freud, I know. <laughs> but I've been celibate for decades. <clears throat> but then again, perhaps not... There was obviously only going to be one way to find out for sure. It was time to go home and do some more research, which involved crystal balls, crystal meth, and conversations with demons. (laughs) Given the way it turned out, I'm not inclined to go into details. The occult, however, is not a precise science. That I'd been caught at the act of trying to make things clear, necessarily on location, with resource to a pentagram, seemed to only imply that I'd misread the Mm signs. Six months later, fresh out of prison, struck off in grand style from the com- company's pension scheme. Those animals, I'd given them anything. I'd given them my sanity. But still undaunted, I went to wait in line for the debut performance of that school's nativity play. Since I'd last visited, getting into the place had become more difficult. Security, never that lax when I first broke it in, had been stepped up to the point where ID was required, plus a bag search at least. I'd through customs. There was a cast-iron fence surrounding the playground and a sign that went on about guards with attack dogs, tasers and so forth, patrolling the halls after dark. Of course, I'd only myself to blame, but on the other hand, were the new measures working entirely against me? What were ordinary families meant to think, after all, about a school that, overnight, had taken on the aspect of a gated community? Not much, it seemed. Because of accusations in the press that these academies were elitist and draining resources from the local comps, the Board of Governors had been forced to open the nativity performance to the general public, so prospective parents from the community could see that the joint was ethically, religiously, and economically diverse, and not just a private school for middle-class parents with careers in the arts or the papers who'd goofed off, basically, and now expected the state to pick up after them. As an ex-merchant banker, I'd been vilified in the liberal press so just as much as by the tabloids. More for my job than the alleged devil worship. So once I got my hands on the staff of power, I wasn't in the mood to let Portia or Jacob off any more than I was for little Deschwan or Tarzan or whatever. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever been in a car crash. That feeling of almost watching yourself as the thing crumples around you. Jail, black magic, drugs and working in the city had probably driven me round the bend, <laughs> but there was nothing I could do about that. So, would my disguise hold up? As I moved closer to the end of the line, it was a worry. In a fleece top, glasses and a polo shirt, with a freshly shaved head, I looked indistinguishable from most of the dads there. It's true that the Clippers take ten years off, but equally I was minus a push share or a long-suffering partner. And because I was going to have to perform the ritual again, I had things in my backpack that didn't really bear thinking about. as <laughs> a thing to try hard to explain away. This stuff isn't easy. The eye of or the wing of fat, just isn't going to cut it. For the right kind of material, you need to think about graveyards. And waste bins outside emergency wards. <laughs> I could see the dads, the ex-ravers, the Arsenal fans beginning to sense a traitor in their midst. Mr. Foster, said the bouncer, flipping through the counterfeit credentials, who says you can't make friends in prison. (laughs) (laughs) How are you doing this evening? Good. Yourself? Great. You on your own, yeah? Yes, my wife is in hospital. Expecting, is she... Oh, I should be so lucky. No, mate, she's a nurse. I see. Well, she'll be we doing a quick check anyway? I don't know if you're aware of this, but a nutter broke in during the summer. Can't have that happening again. Really? A nutter? <laughs> no, I didn't know. Maybe my lad shouldn't go to this school after all. But whatever. Can I have your address, please, sir? Sorry, is there a problem? Not if you don't make one. Where would you live? He scanned my paperwork. Say what you like about Pedophil. Phil. He doesn't like to be called that. <laughs> but he does cook up a mean fake ID. Okay, the guard grunted. In you go, Mr. Foster. Enjoy. Cool, I'm going to go to the toilet, though. It's over there. Excellent, I have some business to attend to in there. Mr. Foster, I don't want to know. <laughs> and how right he was. Cutting my arm in the gent so I could draw a pentagram again and work out exactly what I was supposed to be doing here, the rationality of my actions seemed open to question. <laughs> Especially when it looked like I was going to have to kill the kid playing Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Lord, I muttered, let this burden pass from me. The angel Gabriel, though, emerged from the wash basin and explained that it didn't have to be like that. There was another way. you, I said. But then he went into details. <laughs> in any great enterprise, you're almost bound to be faced by moments of doubt. I'm going to be locked away forever for this, aren't I? I said. Not if you're quick. Just get on with it, Barry. Bad things need I remind you are going to happen if you don't. What bad things? You're being vague about this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm comparing you to Jesus Christ in no other way, Barry, but like him. You've got to suck it up. Oh yeah, and that worked so well for him. you don't know what it would have been like if it hadn't been for the bat. It gets a bad breast, but I know that feeling. That's why you're chosen, Barry. To wield the staff of power. <laughs> Seriously. Stop fucking about. <laughs> <laughs> okay. In the crit in the local paper which praised the efforts of the class. The reviewer couldn't help but note the performance was somewhat soured by the maniac who strode on stage, ripped off his clothes, the clips on YouTube, and wrestled (laughs) Joseph's crook away from him, yelling something about the (laughs) prophecy before seeming to disappear. The police and social services remain perplexed. The academy is closed for the foreseeable future. (laughs)